All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Aravaji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on weather warfare. And this is the topic that is vital for us to understand so that we understand all of the hidden ways in which we are manipulated all of the angles in which we were manipulated. You see, we continue to do a deep dive into this Nephilim elite bloodline, worldwide societies in the New World Order. We've spoken about the vaccines and the mark of the beast. We've spoken about how they've poisoned our waters through fluoride and heavy metals, how they give us genetically modified foods that cause cancer how they continue to poison us through medications and chemicals through the healthcare industry and the pharmaceutical industry how they've given us false prophets and religion in the division that they continue to push onto the masses but one angle in which many of us may be unaware of is the weather warfare also known as weather control or weather modification however you want to go about it and this topic is vital to understand because it goes beyond just controlling the weather you see when you can control the weather you can create natural disasters whenever you want meaning you can displace people from their homes you can kill ecosystems that animals live in, that animals depend on and we depend on. You can also murder countless individuals because of the weather modification. And one thing to note is that many people are going to be deceived into believing all of this weather, all of these natural disasters, all of the things happening are from the so-called Most High, when in reality, they're using a Christian doctrine, saying that God or Jesus or whoever they believe in is causing all these natural disasters, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Anybody who's aligned and connected with the Most High and has come out of the cube, has come out of religion, has come out of camps like Israelite camps or anything like that, would understand that the Most High is not a bloodthirsty, violent, resentful, jealous God. The Most High is not about war or destruction or killing or resets or curses. That's not the Most High. The Most High is about life and beauty and compassion and sharing 
and freedom. So we're going to get that right out of the way, right out the gate, because many people believe, oh, that's, you know, that's prophecy or those are judgments. That's why that hurricane happened or that's why, you know, that monsoon or that avalanche or that volcano or that earthquake happened. No, I, too, was fooled by that, especially years back when I started getting into the truth. You know, I knew the world was already inverted and messed up and evil. So it was very easy for me to fall into the deception of, you know what? You know, that is God doing that. You know, maybe that's our wake up call to change. And I can see why people believe that, because they gave us these books that have brainwashed us. They've given us stories that we cannot confirm. And then they run the script on you. So when they run the script on you about natural disasters and end times, many people are going to fall for it. Millions have fallen for it and millions continue to fall for it. I mean, you'll see it all over. How many people are obsessed with following the weather and tracking the weather and then attributing it to so-called God's wrath? When that has nothing to do with the Most High. It has everything to do with these Nephilim, these fallen angel bloodlines and the elites, the ones who modify and control our weather. I mean, you got to ask yourself this. If they control all of our indoctrination systems of education, of financial, of government, of healthcare, of religion, what makes you think that they're not going to look to control the weather? What makes you think? These demons, whatever you want to call them, these deities, these entities want full control of our mind, body, and souls, 100%. So there's not going to be any area that they're not going to look to manipulate and control to their advantage. You see, our whole entire existence is predicated on our downfall. We're not meant to flourish in Babylon. If you still think that this is a place full of freedom and it's ideal to raise your children in and retire in and get your, your, you know, whatever, your pension and all this, you, you need to wake up. You absolutely need to wake up. Because to be that naive means you're not studying. It means you're not taking life seriously. Let me guess, your belly is full in Babylon, so nothing to look into. You don't need to look into anything. So since you're all good, your family's all good, you don't need to look into things, right? And see, that's how Babylon gets the masses. Once you're comfortable, once you're, you're making money, or you have a so-called career, a so-called job, you got, you know, the house with the white picket fence, two dogs, a baby, a baby on the way, a mortgage. Most people just fall back. They could care less about what's going on around them, just as long as they're good. And they know that. The elites know that. Why do you think they give us distractions? Why do you think people are so wrapped up in distractions? They can give you TV shows, movies. They can give you drama. They can give you Gabby Petitos. They can give you squid games. They can give you the NBA season back. They can give you the NFL season. They can give you anything that they want. 
and you're going to fall for it because you don't care. That's why the Most High told us we die for lack of knowledge. And many people would say, what's the point of weather modification? What do you mean, what is the point? To control you and I. To control our food. What do you think happens when we don't have any fruit-bearing trees? You see, I live in the cities and I look around me and you just have basic trees. You might be lucky to find a walnut tree. But you have basic trees that have no food to feed anyone. The soil is destroyed. You can't grow nothing without going to their places and grabbing their soil. You see, Babylon, like many have told us, is the concrete jungle. And weather modification, weather warfare, weather control, whatever you want to call it, keeps us at bay. It keeps us from growing our own foods. It keeps us from having a growth season year-round. It keeps us from having communities where we can all depend on each other. You grow this, I grow that. He grows this, she grows that. And then we can support each other. We can barter. You see, when they took away our ability to grow our own foods and our ability to take care of ourselves, our own children, and gave us money, and gave us a nine to five, gave us a work schedule, gave us bills, that was the real slavery. Not the slavery that they cooked up for you in school. That's not slavery. That's not real. Those are just stories that they gave to you. Stories that you can't even confirm. You ask most brown people, what's your history? And all they can do is go back to slavery. That's all they can do. They don't know anything about themselves. They don't know their lineage or anything like that. They have to go to Ancestry.com and get a fake DNA test to tell them who they are. Because we have no knowledge in Babylon. And we're at a point right now where people are so brain dead. So done. For me personally, I, I have to just maneuver around it. I don't take it personally. I don't get upset about it. I just continue to do what I need to do, and that's to get the message out there to who, to those who care, to those who aren't lazy and who are willing to look into things for themselves. So we're going to do a deep dive into weather warfare. We're going to do a deep dive into the history of weather warfare, the government's hand in weather warfare, and how it affects the masses. And so let's start off with the definition of weather warfare. And you can get this from all over the internet. I chose to use mine from Wikipedia. Weather warfare, weather warfare is the use of weather modification techniques, such as cloud seeding for military purposes. And so they tell you right there in the opening. And the details behind this. Prior to the Environmental Modification Convention, signed in Geneva in 1977, the United States used weather warfare in the Vietnam War under the auspices of the Air Weather Service. The United States Operation Popeye used cloud seeding 
over the Ho Chi Minh Trail, increasing rainfall by an estimated 30% during 1967 and 1968. It was hoped that the increased rainfall would reduce the rate of infiltration down the trail. I mean, so they're telling you right then and there, anyone who is wise enough knows that there's absolutely no reason for war other than mass murder slash depopulation, raping and pillaging, the stealing of resources from the land, the stealing of land and selling it back to the people, and the poisoning of the land and the killing of the ecosystem. That's the only reason for war. There's never been a valid reason to go to war, ever. And anyone who knows, knows that Vietnam is blatantly, and they tell you right in the open, one of the worst wars the United States so-called went to. I mean, they're all useless. But the Vietnam one was one of the wars that got called out in the mainstream media, so to speak. It goes on to state, with much less success, the United States also dropped salt on the airbase during the Battle of Kisan in an attempt to reduce the fog that hindered air operations. A research paper produced for the United States Air Force, written in 1966, speculates about the future use of nanotechnology to produce artificial weather clouds of microscopic computer particles all communicating with each other to form an intelligent fog that could be used for various purposes. And so it's interesting that they mention nanotechnology. And this was written all the way back in 1996. So people are thinking, oh, you know, this mRNA, like, you know, it's a good thing. All these vaccines, this nanotechnology, this stuff is, they've been working on this for the beginning. They know exactly what it does. And they use it in many different ways to poison us. Artificial weather technologies do not currently exist. Okay, that's what Wikipedia says. But as they are developed, the importance of their potential application rises rapidly. Weather modification technologies are described in an unclassified academic paper written by Air Force officer officer cadet students as a force multiplier with tremendous power that could be exploited across the full spectrum of war fighting environments you know that's the funny thing about wikipedia is that they're gonna tell you the truth if you learn to read in between the lines and then they have to try to debunk it telling you that weather modification techniques are not real they don't exist they currently don't exist or they'll tell you another lie like well you know the united states used it in vietnam but they no longer use it <laughs> oh man for anyone to believe that i already know you don't have any wisdom knowledge or understanding you don't know your enemy at all and let's take a look at the definitions of weather control real quick as well as geoengineering so we get a better understanding of where we're going with this. Weather control is the act of manipulating or altering certain aspects of the environment to produce desirable changes in weather. Weather control can have the goal of preventing damaging weather, such as hurricanes or tornadoes, from occurring, or of causing beneficial weather, such as rainfall in an area experiencing drought, or of provoking damaging weather against an enemy or a rival as a tactic of military or, or economic warfare. 
weather modification and warfare has been banned by the United Nations. <laughs> and one thing you got to understand, people, is that all of these countries are all a part of the cabal. They're all a part of the Jesuits, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. They're all the same. It's all a part of the New World Order. It's all Nephilim tribes and nations. They gave you the whole idea that, you know, it's your country. You're, you're, you're a citizen of this country and you're going against this country. No. The people in charge know what the role of each country is. So they play that role. And then they give you a United, United Nations and tell you that, oh, we ban that. That's against the United Nations. You really believe that? When the whole world is on the same page of locking you down, of quarantining you, of testing you, of giving you the mark of the beast, of telling you that you can't buy or sell without it, blasting the propaganda 24-7, you really think that they're not all on the same page when they've exposed themselves. It's time people wake up. Geoengineering. Engineering that involves large-scale manipulation of the Earth's environment, especially as applied to climate change caused by global warming. And there you go. First and foremost, there's no such thing as global warming at all. These are the people who manipulate your weather, destroy ecosystems, destroy that, and then tell you, hey, it's your fault. <laughs> you guys are using too many, too much plastic. You guys are driving too many cars, even though they're the ones who drive the cars. Go check out the mags podcast on climate change the hoax behind it it's just common sense people it's absolute common sense the definition goes on to state as in sequestering carbon or increasing the amount of solar radiation reflected from the earth back into space again straight lies there's no such thing as outer space at all Anybody who wants to continue to hold on to that fairy tale of outer space is just a grown child. That's all you are. That's how I view most adults nowadays. They kick and scream when you tell them the truth. When it goes against their belief system. Remember what we said about the word belief? When it goes against their belief system, you're automatically the enemy. But yet, these people can't show you any real photos from outer space without it being CGI. They, they can't explain why they don't feel us spinning around thousands of miles per hour. They can't explain why you're able to see the sun. But it's apparently 93 million miles away, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Can you, can you see two miles away? Can you see even three miles away? Are you able to see that far? And as I'm speaking to you i'm looking up at the clouds right now and i'm watching them just pass by right now just dark gray skies no sun at all absolutely no sun and people need to wake up man and let's take a look at the history of weather warfare so we get a better idea according to the newworldwar.org article entitled weather warfare In his 1931 book, The Scientific Outlook, Lord Bertrand Arthur Russell, winner of the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1950, discussed manipulating the weather. 
It may be that God made the world, Russell proclaimed. That is no reason why we should not make it over. There you go. Look, that's the mindset of these Nephilim, of these elites. The whole purpose of them is to pervert and destroy the creation of the Most High and create their own. That's the whole reason that they do what they do. Soulless entities, people. They have no compassion. They have no soul. That's why it's hard for a lot of people to grasp the evil behind it. That's why they can't they can't fathom it because they themselves are not like that. Charles Galton Darwin, a physicist who worked on the Manhattan Project, who was also the grandson of Charles Darwin, talked about gaining direct control over the climate in his 1952 book, The Next Million Years. Weather modification is now possible. Attempts to modify the weather has been made since at least the late 1940s. And so they'll give you a date, and you best believe that that's not the right date. If they're already telling you that weather modification has been around for 80 years, you best believe it's been around longer. In 1947, the U.S. Navy, Army, and Air Force, working with General Electric Corporation, made the first attempt to modify a hurricane under Project Cyrus by dropping about 80 pounds of dry ice into clouds. Project Kumalas, carried up carried out by the British Royal Air Force between 1949 and 1952, included cloud seeding experiments over southern England. It was allegedly responsible for the 1952 flood in the Devon village of Linmouth, which resulted in 34 deaths and the destruction of multiple structures. And what did I tell you about one of the reasons they do this? It's just to kill people to displace the people and destroy what they had built. In the 1950s, the U.S. Forest Service carried out a project called Skyfire in which they experimented with cloud seeding te techniques to decrease lighting in order to reduce forest fires. Then under Project Storm Fury from 1962 to 1983, the United States government tried to disrupt the inner structure of hurricanes in the Atlantic by flying aircraft into them and seeding them with silver iodide. Weather modification involves three major categories. Suppression of weather patterns, intensification of weather patterns, and in some cases the int in introduction of completely new weather patterns. The two basic methods to accomplish weather modification include cloud seeding and directed energy. Multiple countries, including the United States, are now modifying the weather. In November of 1997, the Wall Street Journal reported that in order to dissipate excess fog, the Malaysian government would be signing an agreement with Russian officials for use of technology, which would allow them to create a cyclone. The state-run Oklahoma Weather Modification Program conducts cloud seeding operations in Oklahoma to enhance the development of rain showers and thunderstorms. In October 2005, Business Week reported that China, Russia, and Mexico are modifying the weather, with China spending about $40 million a year on a weather management program. So, I mean, you got to ask yourself, they're telling you all this out in the open, and then you're going to go sit there and believe that they're not doing it? 
Since the early 1960s, Weather Modification Incorporated of Fargo, North Dakota has offered a professional weather modification service to insurance companies, water resource management groups, and federal and state government research organizations. They specialize in weather modification, cloud seeding, rain enhancement, and fog dispersion. A Russian company called Alate Intelligent Technologies Incorporated has offered a professional weather modification service using directed energy since at least 1992. The unit consists of a power supply, which provides current to a series of antennas that focus on focus an electrical charge into the air. The unit is connected to a computer and can tailor weather patterns over a distance of about 200 miles. An instrument of war. According to the U.S. military reports that appeared in 1996, weather modification will be used across the entire spectrum of conflict to achieve domestic and international military objectives. However, weather modification has already been used for military purposes. During the Vietnam War, the U.S. government used weather as a weapon under Project Popeye, which was an attempt to increase the rainfall over a supply route called the Ho Chi Minh Trail which extended from north to south Vietnam. The technique used seeding units, which were composed of silver iodide developed at the Naval Weapons Center in China, Lake California. The project began in 1966, lasted for half a decade, and was considered a success. In 1970, Zbigniew Brzezinski, co-founder of the Trilateral Commission, advocated the covert use of weather attacks, such as long periods of drought or storm, to force a nation into compliance. Okay, there you go. Long periods of drought or storm to force a nation into compliance, and people are really going to believe that they just use it for war and not on the civilians? Think how much money they make off just controlling our food and forcing us to go to a grocery store and forcing us to pay more for organic. And on top of that, take their word that it is organic. You see how devilish and deceptive that is and how evil and tyrannical and wicked that is? And then they have the audacity to tell you that, oh, we only use it in war efforts and the United Nations, you know, banned it. As if these people are not using it against the people. The United Nations Weather Weapons Treaty of May 1977 warned that scientific and te technical developments may open new possibilities with respect to modification of the environment and that the hostile use of these techniques could have effects extremely harmful to human wel welfare. So, I mean, so they're acknowledging it. You see, they give you the order out of chaos, right? They bring in the chaos and then they bring the order. And then they expect you to believe that they're just going to be the good ones, the good guys. You know, the average person who doesn't think for themselves is it can't critically think would be like, well, the UN banned it. They can't do that anymore. That's that's a naive way to look at things. It really is. Keep believing in that pipe dream that your government cares about you. Continue to see what they're going to do to you. The U.S. Air Force mentioned that the U.N.'s Weather Modification Treaty, which prohibits the hostile use of weather modification, is not applicable because their attacks will not be large-scale, encompassing several hundred kilometers. Long-lasting. 
several months in length or result in serious injury to human life. Regarding the deception which will be used to mislead the enemy and create conditions of deniability, the U.S. Air Force said that the enemy's information systems would be spoofed so that they'd make the wrong decisions. The spoofing would also allow them to disguise their weapon weather attacks, which they said would be indistinguishable from naturally occurring weather. The Naval Law Review's 1998 article, a primer on the employment of non-lethal weapons, stated that weather modification could be used as a NLW. A 1994 U.S. Air Force JNLWD report also advocated using weather attacks to reduce the comfort levels of the enemy. These weather attacks, according to the NLW advocate John Alexander, will play a strategic role in future conflicts. He describes weather warfare as a possible weapon of mass destruction. The U.S. Navy's 1994 non-lethal warfare proposal acknowledged the successful use of weather modification as an instrument of warfare in Vietnam and described how the creation of floods, blizzards, and droughts could be used to destroy a nation's economy. The creation of, of fog is now possible. Synthetic fog made from glycols and glycerin has, been, has even been proposed as a non-lethal weapon. Fog has been widely used in the entertainment industry for years. According to the U.S. Air Force, equipment exists which will quickly generate thick fog 100 meters long. I mean, so there you have it. I mean, this they're telling you out in the open for those with eyes to see, with ears to hear with, and minds to think with, and care about truth. It's all out there. And you'd be foolish to believe that they're not using weather warfare on the masses. article goes on to state a precision lightning strike with synthetic lightning is also possible the 2005 book weapons grade how modern warfare gave birth to our high-tech world mentioned that artificial lightning has been accomplished using lasers one reportedly had a range of about 200 meters but could possibly be extended to about two miles the 1997 weather wars Pentagon plans weather as a weapon article by the New York Times noted that the U.S. Air Force was considering using such lasers for lightning attacks. The U.S. Air Force itself referenced using controlled lightning strikes to attack its targets. The Toffler suggested that lasers can be can even be used to cut holes in the ozone layer above the land of an adversary. Harp. According to this information, weather modification is possible using electromagnetic waves. In the U.S. and other countries, large weapons, weapons platforms to accomplish this appear to have been created. One such weapon is known as the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Project, HARP. In their book, Angels Don't Play This, HARP. Advances in Tesla technology, Gene Manning and Dr. Nick Begich 
refer to it as one of the most powerful multi-purpose weapons developed by the U.S. military. And of course it is. It's a silent weapon. It's a weapon that most people could never even con- could even fathom. HARP is a world-class facility located, located in Gakona, Gakona, Alaska, which consists of a megawatt radio transmitter and the most sophisticated technology available. It appeared in a 2009 History Channel documentary called Weather Warfare and a Discovery Channel program in 2005 entitled Owning the Weather for its alleged weather control capabilities. It works by heating the ion sphere, which is an active electric, electrically charged part of the upper atmosphere that exists from 40 to 500 miles above the Earth and which acts as a shield against the bombardment of high-energy particles from space. Again, there's no such thing as space. We just have to be careful when they mention space. The primary component of HARP is a radio transmitter called the Ion Sphere Research Instrument, IRI, also called the Phased Array. It consists of 180, 72 feet tall towers that collectively transmit a narrow beam of energy from 2.8 to 10 megahertz. The towers are mounted on thermopiles spaced 80 feet apart in a 12 by 15 rectangular arrangement. Each one has two crossed antennas at the top, one for the low band, 2.8 to 8.3 megahertz, the other for the high band, 7 to 10 megahertz. The entire IRR, IRI is surrounded by a fence and sits on gravel padding on about 40 acres of land. There is a reflector screen about 15 feet from the ground which helps to redirect energy from the IRI while allowing vehicular access underneath it. Every dipole has its own transmitter. The transmitters are located underneath the IRI and 30 environmentally controlled shelters that are 38 feet long and 8 feet wide by by 10 feet high. Each contains 12 10 KW transmitters for a total of 360 transmitters that supply the IRI with 3.6 megawatts of power. The transmitters themselves are powered by five large generators that produce 16 megawatts of power. The energy generated by the IRI is combined into a single-focused steerable beam that heats and lifts exact proportions of the ion sphere. The beam is capable of making a series of invisible ionospheric mirrors which create a conduit for energy transfer over great distances. It has a variety of diagnostic instruments to monitor its effects on the atmosphere. They include ELF and VLF receivers, a digital HF ion sphere, magnetometers, photometers, and a VLF soundbar, sounder, a VHF rheometer. It also has HF receivers, UHF and VHF radars, optical and infrared cameras, and other sensing equipment. HARP was created in three phases. The first was the developmental prototype DB, which had 18 antenna elements organized by three columns by six rows. It used about 360 kilowatts of combined transmitter power. The next was the field development prototype FDP that had 48 antenna units arrayed in six columns by eight rows with 960 kilowatts of transmitter power. The current and presumably final phase called the final IRI 
was completed in March 2007 and consists of the specifications previously mentioned. So you got to understand that these individuals, these so-called scientists, work for the government, work for the Nephilim, the elite bloodlines, to basically control and modify the creation of the Most High. So they're telling you right out in the open what they've been up to. And then they have the audacity to tell you, well, the United Nations bans that, so we no longer do that. You know, we did do it, but we no longer do it. You really believe that? You got to really start to wake up because it explains a lot of why what we're seeing in the world as far as weather and so-called natural disasters occurs and it feeds perfectly into the whole climate hoax, climate change hoax and global warming hoax that they give us when they're the ones tweaking and messing with our climate and then they have the audacity to go blame it on you the consumers even though we as consumers aren't the ones making all these so-called products that are destroying the earth they go and blame it on cows on your consumption of meat and then give you all these fake meats to eat created by the same scientists that are messing with the weather if you really aren't paying attention, you're just going to get caught up in the, the mix and you're not going to survive what's ahead. We're at a point right now where wisdom, knowledge and understanding will save you, because if you're not aware of these type of topics or you don't even care about these type of topics, it doesn't matter to you. It's all going to catch up to you no matter what. All of these things will eventually catch up to you. And that's why I'm an advocate of learning and you know the one thing that I've, I've recognized with family members or friends or people in my life they feel in a sense under a microscope as if I think that I'm smarter than them or I'm better than them and it's like are you kidding me you're just insecure I take the time to look into things and I don't pretend to be a genius or a prophet at all I just want to continue to learn and I want to share what I learned with people. That's all I'm about. I don't care. I, I'm the type of person who's going to sit down and listen to somebody. If I can learn something from you, I'm going to listen to you. No one's ever going to learn at all. And the idea of, oh, I'm graduated from college or school. I have this job and I'm done learning. That's asinine. That's childish. You should always be wanting to learn. According to ecologist.org article entitled Weather Warfare, written by Michelle Chodovsky and published on May 22, 2008. Rarely acknowledged in the debate of global climate change, the world's weather can now be modified as part of a new generation of sophisticated electromagnetic weapons. Both the U.S. and Russia have developed capa capabilities to manipulate the climate for military use. Environmental modification techniques have been applied by the U.S. military for more than half a century. U.S. mathematician John von Neumann, in liaison with the U.S. Department of Defense, started his research on weather modification in the late 1940s. 
at the height of the Cold War and foresaw forms of climate, climatic warfare as yet unimagined. During the Vietnam War, cloud seeding techniques were used, starting in 1967 under Project Popeye, the objective of which was to prolong the monsoon season and block enemy supply routes along the Ho Chi Minh Trail. The U.S. military has developed advanced capabilities that enable it selectively to alter weather patterns. The technology, which is being perfected under the high-frequency Active Auroral Research Program, HARP, is an appendage of the Strategic Defense Initiative. Star Wars From a military standpoint, HARP is a weapon of mass destruction operating from the outer atmosphere and capable of destabilizing agricultural and ecological systems around the world. And what did I say as one of the reasons for why they're doing this? Destabilizing agricultural and ecological systems around the world, meaning you can't live off the creation of the Most High. You can't be self-sufficient. You got to depend on them for everything all the way down to your soil and your seed and your water all of which has been manipulated and modified by scientists are you are you not are you finally catching up to where we're going with this weather modification according to the u.s air force document af 2025 final report offers the war fighter a wide range of possible options to defeat or coerce an adversary adversary capabilities it says extend extend to the triggering of floods hurricanes droughts and earthquakes weather modification will become a part of domestic and international security and could be done unilaterally it could have offensive and defensive applications and even be used for deterrence purposes the ability to generate precipitation fog and storms on earth or to modify space weather i mean come on people space weather and the production of artificial weather all are a part of the integrated set of military technologies. In 1977, an international convention was ratified by the UN General Assembly, which banned military or other hostile use of environmental modification techniques having widespread, long-lasting, or severe effects. It defined environmental modification techniques as any technique for changing through the deliberate manipulation of natural processes, the dynamics, composition, or structure of the earth, including its biota, lithosphere, hydrosphere, and atmosphere, or of outer space. It's basically just manipulation of the earth itself. I mean, they're already telling you out in the open that they're they're creating meat through 3D printers. That's information's out there. And you know why they say they're doing it? Because of global warming. And where does global warming come from? weather warfare so you see how these all work hand in hand they give you they're the ones who create the problem the panics ensues and then they come in with the solution which is to continue to poison you while the substance of the 1977 convention was reasserted in the un framework convention on, on climate change UNFCCC signed at the 1992 Earth Summit in Rio, Rio. Debate on weather modification for military use has become a scientific taboo. Military analysts are mute on the subject. Of course they are. 
meteorologists are not investigating the matter and environmentalists are focused on greenhouse gas emissions under the Kyoto Protocol. Neither is the possibility of climatic or environmental manipulation as part of a military and intelligence agenda, while tactically acknowledge part of the broader debate on climate change under UN auspices. So you got to understand, and this is all by design, and it's not going to go anywhere. It's only going to get worse. I mean, look at 2021 alone. Just look up all the weather issues, all the so-called natural disasters that they keep talking about over and over and over. Yeah, they'll tell you right out in the open. And they don't care because this is the end end of times. They're bringing with them as many people to the slaughter as possible. According to the truthcomestolight.com article entitled Weather Warfare, Beware, the U.S. Military's Experiments with Climatic Warfare written by Professor Michelle Kostovsky and published on August 12, 2021. The ongoing debate on climate change, including the worldwide protest movement, fails to acknowledge the role of climatic warfare, namely the deliberate manipulation of climate for military use. And of course, it's going to not include that. Similarly, the mainstream media has failed to analyze the military dimensions of climate change. A recent Associated Press AP report entitled The Super Spreaders Behind top COVID-19 conspiracy theories directed against several authors and independent media, including Global Research, describes Michelle Chodowski as a professor emeritus of economics and a conspiracy theorist who has argued that U.S. military can control weather. And that's interesting. That's that's exactly what they do on Wikipedia. If you look up, if you just go look up, you can go look up chemtrails on Wikipedia, and I guarantee they're going to give you an explanation as to why it's something that's needed for scientific use. And they're going to say chemtrails conspiracy theory. Anything you look into always has some kind of tie to a conspiracy theorist. So they're already labeling Michelle Chosdowski as a conspiracy theorist. So immediately half the people are going to be like, OK, I'm not going to listen to that person. I'm not going to even look into what they're saying. You see how powerful that word is. You see the power of language and fear and mind control. There is a vast literature on weather modification for military use. The U.S. military can control the weather, and that is not a conspiracy theory. I refer the distinguished AP journalist to consult the U.S. Air Force document entitled Weather as a Force of Force Multiplier, Owning the Weather in 2025. And these are these are literally documents out in the open but you know what we they know about us is that we're lazy that we we couldn't be bothered to do a lick of research for ourselves and then you know what they've gotten people to do they gotten people to ostracize those that actually think for themselves really that's that's the point it's gotten to 
where if you have any type of information that goes against the narrative, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a nut job, you're crazy, you're anti-government, you're anti-vaccine, you're anti-patriotism, you're anti-human humanity, or you're super spreader, all of these things. You're a terrorist, you're a national security threat, whatever it may be. You're, a, you're all about disinformation, misinformation, all of that. It's an attack on those who speak the truth. 2020, I'm going to continue with the article. 2021 weather conditions raise questions. In 2021, extreme weather conditions have affected the entire planet. Massive floods in China, Russia, Germany, and Turkey. Forest fires and extreme heat waves in British Columbia. Severe droughts in California, which threaten agriculture. Snowstorms in Brazil. The causes must be carefully investigated. They are not attributed to CO2 emissions exactly. Rarely acknowledged in the debate on global climate change, the world's weather can now be modified as part of a new generation of sophisticated electromagnetic weapons. Both the U.S. and Russia have developed capabilities to manipulate the climate for military use. You know... This type of stuff keeps me motivated to continue exposing these demons because it needs to be done. It absolutely needs to be done. And someone's got to do it. Most people are too afraid, too spineless too caught up in their own life to care about anything all while the world around them is being destroyed and manipulated it's crazy to me man it really is this should this should be something that should make people upset but you get you show somebody like this and this information they're just going to shrug their shoulders and say what can i do i mean how many examples of evil and tyranny and wickedness do we need to show people that the government is up to for them to finally get it I don't know, man. I really don't know. According to the Gizmodo.com article entitled The Secret Weather Manipulation Program of the Vietnam War, written by Matt Novak and published on March 15th, 2015. It's too bad. The post office isn't as efficient as the weather service. Doc Brown says in the 1989 movie Back to the Future, Part 2, referring to the fact that the weather could be manipulated by the government. But was the vi- was that the vision of future really that futuristic? Controlling the weather sounds like it should be the exclusive domain of science fiction, but manipulation of the clouds has a somewhat surprising history in the real world. In fact, the U.S. military ran a secret, little-remembered weather program during the Vietnam War. From March 1967 until July 1972, the U.S. military spent over $3 million per year conducting a top-secret operation in Southeast Asia. The goal was to extend the monsoon season and flood the Ho Chi Minh Trail, the system of supply routes used by enemy fighters in Vietnam, 
The Americans hoped to cause landslides, wash out river crossings, and just generally disrupt the, the movement of North Viet Vietnamese troops. It was a first large-scale effort to manipulate the weather for military purposes, and it's still unclear how well it actually worked. The program went by many names. It was called, at various times, Operation Popeye, Operation Motorpool, and Operation Intermediary Compatriot. Reportedly, the name had to be changed so many times on account of people without the proper security clearances learning the name. Whatever you want to call it, the goal goals were ambitious. A power once thought to be only in the hands of your deity of your choice was now a weapon to be wielded by man. And in a strange way, some American forces saw it as a more palatable way to fight by disrupting movement rather than bombing. Make mud, not war was the unofficial moniker of the U.S. Air Force pilots who carried out the missions. The project worked by seeding clouds over countries like Laos, Viet Vietnam, with silver iodine. Roughly 2,000 runs were conducted over the five years of the program. Cloud seeding was far from new in the, in the, 19 in the late 1960s. There were extensive experiments by GE in the U.S. military after World War II. And like I said, they're not going to tell you the full truth. And ARPA was working with advanced computers in the early 60s to see how weather might be used in battle. But Operation Popeye was a first known successful use of weather control technology in combat. James Roger Fleming, author of the book Fixing the Sky, the checkered history of weather and climate control explains that it's unclear just how successful the program was from a tactical perspective. Fleming comes down on the side of very little compared with less conservative historians, but if there's anything that everybody can, can agree upon, it's that the program made it difficult for the military to experiment with such tactics in the future. The entire operation was naturally met with concern by the public once the word of Operation Popeye started to leak out. And so before I continue, this is why I say when you comply, you die. If you believe in war and you believe in sending your kids to fight other people in countries due to propaganda fed to you, of course, the government's going to continue to push the envelope. Of course. So you're concerned about weather modification back back then during the Vietnam War, but you weren't concerned about bombing and killing innocent people who did nothing to you? Okay. Some people now go as far as to call the operation the Watergate of weather warfare. Nixon administration officials initially denied the existence of the program when it first leaked in 1971. Culminist Jack Anderson at the Washington Post had broke the story in March 1971. Denials from the Nixon administration were adamant and unequivocal. Nixon's Secretary of Defense Melvin Lyard testified at a Senate hearing on April 18, 1972, that we have never engaged in that type of activity over North northern Vietnam. That was a bald-faced lie. By July of 1972, the New York Times had published their own story about the program with new details that freaked out the public. Operation Popeye even had a brief cameo appearance in the Pentagon Papers. News organizations were starting to paint a, a better picture of what the U.S. military was up to. Just a few days after the New York Times story broke, Operation Popeye was shut down. You really believe they shut it down? 
Under public pressure from people nervous about the U.S. military played in God, both houses of Congress rushed to pass legislation in 1974 to ban weather control for combat purposes. By 1974, a U.N. treaty was in the works, but once it was signed in 1978, it was pretty much useless. It forbade countries from using environmental modification in war, but had so many loopholes that they may as well have not tried. The world may have agreed that control of the weather and climate was a dangerous weapon of war, but weather manipulation is still very much on the minds of U.S. intelligence agencies. Just last month, a climate researcher reported that the CIA gave him a call to see about how technology might be used by a foreign power to disrupt our weather. It's probably safe to say that humanity hasn't seen the last of weather modification in war, and that's exactly what it is. Now, the target is you and, the, and I, the people. It's always been us. And we're going to transition over to an audio clip from the video entitled, The U.S. Has Weaponized Weather At Least Once That We Know Of. And this is from Seeker Plus, and it was published on August 9, 2015. In 1946, Irving Langmuir and Vincent Schaefer discovered that they could create ice crystals inside of a supercooled cloud and they could make snow. They could create it. That's a pretty big deal. Because if you can make snow, we've shown in the past that if we can make snow or we can change the weather, we can affect whole battles. We can change where things happen. We can change how things happen. We can change how battles play out. And if you do it on purpose, technically you're weaponizing weather right? There was an Operation Popeye in the 70s. It was a highly classified program where clouds would get seeded with silver iodide and lead iodide. And that could extend monsoon periods by an average of a month, 30 to 45 days. And they used it in Southeast Asia during 1967 to 1972, which you might recognize as when we were in Vietnam. So this was a way for the United States to try and weaponize the weather. They spent five years and $21.6 million seeding clouds all over the Ho Chi Minh Trail. All they were trying to do, mess up military supply routes. Then the NMOD came out, the Environmental Modification Convention, which is an international treaty that the military and other hostile use of environment modification techniques is no longer allowed. They don't want to have widespread, long-lasting, severe effects on the Earth from military modification of the weather. This came out in 1977 in Geneva, and it entered into law, or international treaty really, in October of 1978. So since then, we haven't really been allowed to mess with the weather militarily. That being said, we still do mess with it, and we probably will continue to do so as we learn more about it. Many countries seed their clouds. Uh, entire cities in China seed clouds. China has a weather modification department where they employ and train 32,000 people using more than 12,000 anti-aircraft guns and rocket launchers in addition to about 30 planes to shoot silver iodide into the clouds. That sounds kind of like the 19th century Americans, doesn't it? During the Beijing Olympics, China promised the world great weather, and they delivered because they launched 1,104 rain dispersal rockets from 21 sites around the city to ensure clear skies 
during the Olympics opening ceremony. That's insane. But cloud seeding is pretty interesting because you can make it rain or you can disperse clouds. If you make it rain elsewhere, those clouds never make it to another spot. So again, you could use this for weapons. Let's hope that nobody's doing that considering it's currently against your Geneva Convention. But when you do that, the King of Thailand owns a proprietary patent on cloud seeding or at least on one technique using to do cloud seeding. The U.S. uses the technique to dissipate fog around airports and to minimize the size of hailstones because that could cause all sorts of problems with flights. There's even... Let's continue to do a deep dive into the continued nefarious acts of these so-called world governments and their hands in weather warfare. According to the wanttoknow.info article entitled HARP, Weather Control, HARP, what is it? HARP, High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, was a little-known yet critically important U.S. military defense project, which generated quite a bit of controversy over its alleged weather control capabilities and much more. The project was shuttered by the military in 2013 after attracting large amounts of negative publicity. Though HARP-like research undoubtedly continues in other secret projects, this essay reveals major deception promulgated by those involved to lead the public to believe HARP was simply a research facility with little, little practical military use. Though denied by HARP project officials, some respected researchers allege that the electromagnetic warfare capabilities of the project were designed to for forward the U.S. military's stated goal of achieving full-spectrum dominance by the year 2020. Hmm. Interesting. And of owning the weather in 2025. Others go so far as to claim that HARP technologies have been and continue to be used for weather control to cause earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis, to disrupt global communication systems, and more. These researchers point to major aspects of the program which are still kept secret for alleged reasons of national security. <laughs> national security? Okay. The U.S. patent of a key developer of HARP and other documentary evidence support these claims, and there is no doubt that electromagnetic weapons capable of being used in warfare do exist. The HARP project's $300 million price tag also suggests more was going on than meets the eye. Oh, so they're going to drop $300 million on a facility over in Alaska, and they're just not going to do anything with it? It's just, you know, it's just, just research purposes. It, it doesn't have an end goal or anything. The military's not tied into it, but we just dropped you know, $300 million, just real quick. According to the original HARP website, 
HARP is a scientific endeavor aimed at studying the properties and behaviors of the ion sphere, with particular emphasis on being able to understand and use it to enhance communications and surveillance systems for both civilian and defense purposes. The ion sphere is the delicate upper layer of our atmosphere, which ranges from about 30 miles to 600 miles above the Earth's surface. The Heart Project website acknowledged that experiments were conducted which use electromagnetic frequencies to fire pulsed directed energy beams in order to temporarily excite a limited area of the ion sphere. Some scientists state that purposely disrupting this sensitive layer could have major and even disastrous consequences. Concerned heart researchers like Dr. Michelle Chosdowski of the University of Ottawa and Alaska's Dr. Nick Begich, son of U.S. congressman, present evidence suggesting that these disturbances can be used to trigger earthquakes after hurricane, affect hurricanes, and for weather control. Who created HARP? Dr. Bernard Eslund is a scientist whose name is most associated with the creation and development of the HARP project. His revealing website provides reliable information on his involvement with the project. A 1987 patent issued by Dr. Eslund is titled Method and Apparatus for Altering a Region in the Earth's Atmosphere, Ionosphere, and or Magnetosphere. In this patent, which sets the stage for HARP, Dr. Eslund makes a number of fascinating statements which clearly contradict the claim that it is only being used for research and not for military purposes, or such purposes as weather control. Here are a few key statements taken verbatim from the patent. The temperature of the ionosphere has been raised by hundreds of degrees in these experiments. A means and method is provided to cause interference with or even total disruption of communications over a very large portion of the Earth. This invention could be employed to disrupt not only land-based communications, but both, both civilian and military, but also airborne communications and sea communications. This would have significant military implications. It is possible to take advantage of one or more such beams to carry out a communications network, even though the rest of the world's communications are disrupted. It can be used to an advantage for positive communication and eavesdropping purposes. Exceedingly large amounts of power can be efficiently produced and transmitted. This invention has a phenomenal variety of potential future developments. Large regions of the atmosphere could be lifted to in an expectantly high altitude so that missiles encounter unexpected and, un and unplanned drag forces with resultant destruction or deflection. Weather modification is possible by, for example, altering upper atmosphere wind patterns or altering solar absorption patterns by constructing one or more plumes of atmospheric particles which will act as a lens or focusing device, ozone, nitrogen, etc. Concentrations in the atmosphere could be artificially increased. Electromagnetic pulse defenses are also possible. The Earth's magnetic field could be decreased or disrupted at appropriate altitudes to modify or eliminate the magnetic field. So, I mean, this is in their patent. They're telling you. And then they have the audacity to draft the patent. Then when they get called out, they say, no, 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 no. What we said isn't true. It's, it's just straight mockery. 
For those with any background in science, you might find it quite revealing to explore this patent in more detail. Remember that since the time of this patent, in which Alaska is mentioned several times as the ideal location, the government fully acknowledges that it built a massive array of antennas in Alaska with the capability of dis disturbing the ionosphere exactly as described in Eastland's patent. secrecy around the project. Having interpreted for top generals in my work as a language interpreter with the U.S. Department of State, I learned that military planners are always interested in developing the most devastating weapons possible. Yet these weapons are kept secret as long as possible, allegedly for reasons of national security. The many layers of intense secrecy both in the military and government result in very few people being aware of the gruesome capabilities for death and destruction. The massive Manhattan Project developed development of the first atomic bomb is one such example. The building of an entire city to support the, pro the project in Oak Ridge, Tennessee was successfully kept secret, even from the state's governor. The stealth bomber was kept top secret for many years, and the public still has no way of knowing its full capabilities. It is through the use of the highly organized military and intelligence services that the power elite of our world, in cooperation with key allies in government and corporate ownership of the media, are able to carry out major cover-ups and secret operations like those involved with HARP. Some researchers have raised questions about the possible involvement of HARP in major disasters like the earthquakes in Haiti and Japan, the Indonesia tsunami and Hurricane Katrina. Could these have been harp experiments gone awry? Come on, people, gone awry. These are this was purposeful destruction. The article continues. Might they even have been caused by rogue elements which gained control of this devastating technology? Disasters like this happen naturally on a regular basis. Yet, it, if you begin to research, there is some high strangeness around some of these disasters. Again, the Most High doesn't create disasters at all this is the creation of the most high why would the most high want to destroy it harp and manipulation of emotions the capability of influence and even controlling human emotions has been studied by the military and intelligence services of the world for many decades a concise information-packed description of such programs with links to declassified cia documents for verification is available one thoroughly researched book titled Mind Controllers describes an effective method of remotely influencing human emotions. Here's a key quote from this revealing book. With the use of powerful computers, segments of human emotions, which include anger, anxiety, sadness, fear, embarrassment, jealousy, resentment, shame, and terror, have been identified and isolated within the EEG signals as emotion signal signature clusters. Their relevant frequencies and amplitudes have been measured. Then the very frequency amplitude cluster is synthesized and stored on another computer. Each one of these neg negative emotions is properly and separately tagged. They are then placed on the silent sound carrier frequencies and could silently trigger the occurrence of the same basic emotion in another human being. For the section focused on non-lethal weapons, which includes the above quote, 
Using HARP's powerful broadcast capabilities, it is within the realm of possibility that powerful antennas like the HARP and major facilities elsewhere could triangulate on an exact location anywhere in the world and send highly intensified frequencies, matching the emotion signature of a desired emotion to produce anger or any other desired emotion in a group of people as the human mind naturally entrains to strong frequencies around it. This may all sound quite unbelievable to those who are not versed in the secret ways of the military intelligence complex, yet there is strong evidence to support this possibility. Here is the abstract of U.S. Patent Number 5159703, approved in 1992 over 25 years ago. A silent communication system in which non-oral carriers in the very lower, very high audio frequency range or in the adjacent ultrasonic frequency spectrum or amplitude or frequency modulated with the desired intelligence and propagated acoustically or vibrationally for inducement into the brain. Typically, through the use of loudspeakers, earphones, or piezoelectric transducers, the modulated carriers may be transmitted directly in real time, may be conveniently recorded and stored on mechanical, magnetic, or optical media for delayed or repeated transmission to the listener. So basically, all they have to do is just mess with the creation of the Most High, give chemicals, give electromagnetic frequencies, because we know that affects the human humans, the mind of the, of us of the masses and then all they have to do is just back off and say that it's not true even though they have patents even though they have documentation even though you can look all this stuff up they're still going to deny it and people will see this and then still deny it so let's continue According to the geoengineeringwatch.org article entitled Air Force Bombshell admits they can control weather, HARP, published on May 15, 2014. While HARP and weather control has been called a conspiracy theory by the mainstream media and government officials, during a Senate hearing on Wednesday, David Walker Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Science, Technology, and Engineering dropped a bombshell in answer to a question asked by Lisa Murkowski in relation to the dismantling of the 300 million high-frequency active auroral research program in Gokona this summer. Walker said that it's not an area that we have any need for in the future, and it would not be a good use of Air Force research funds to keep HARP going. We're moving on to other ways of managing the ionosphere, which the HARP was really designed to do, he said, to inject energy into the ionosphere to be able to actually control it. But that work has been completed. (laughs) Oh, my man. Many believe HARP was created and has been used for weather control with enough juice to trigger hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes, and comments such as this bring about the question of whether conspiracy theorists are more on target than anyone has admitted to date. And that's exactly what it is. It's like people will say something after they look into it and then they'll be deemed a conspiracy theorist. Then it comes true. And then people look around and don't admit that that person was right. You know how many times I've said stuff that is right, that I've showed family, I've showed friends, and then they just don't say anything. 
<laughs> wow. The article continues with, this is not the first time a public official has acknowledged that harp and weather control is not only possible, but has been been and continued to be used as a superweapon, as evidenced by a statement in 1997 by former U.S. De- Defense Secretary William Cohen, where he said, others are engaging in even in an echo type of terrorism whereby they can alter the climate set off earthquakes volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic electromagnetic waves so there are plenty of ingenious minds out there that are working are at work finding ways in which they can wreak havoc wreak terror upon other nations it's real and that's the reason why we have to intensify our counterterrorism efforts so i mean it's just all a spectacle it's all a show it's just all controlled opposition they're going to tell you this so once once the lid is blown off something they're going to go into denial right then after there's too much irrefutable evidence they're going to go back and say well yeah that's true but it's not the way that you say it is and then they set up their controlled opposition to come in and tell you well yeah harp is true weather modification is true but you know it's only done by terrorists not by the government and people still believe that they still eat it up they still buy that lie that your government still cares about you that they would never in a million years harm you it's just asinine to think that way it's childish it's really childish man people grown adults still gr- thinking that way it's 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 almost like jaw dropping to me how many people are still living in la la land when there's so much irrefutable evidence and facts out there for you to look for but i guess when you live like that everything is a conspiracy because if you don't want to look into it or you don't want to face it for whatever reason you're scared you're cowardly you know whatever it may be you're in denial then it's not real to you Of course it's not going to be real to you if you don't look into it. Of course it's not going to be real to you if you don't have an open mind. Of course it's not going to be real to it if you don't research history or look things up for yourself. If you just want everything given to you and spoon-fed to you, of course it's not real. Of course you're not going to believe it if you don't hear it on the mainstream media. It's just it's pathetic, man. It's it's so pathetic how adults act. It's childish in every single way, shape and form. It's embarrassing too really really embarrassing and it's going to catch up to people and we're going to do a transition into more insight into government officials blowing the lid on this whole entire charade of weather warfare this whole entire plan that has been underway for as long as we know according to the truther network video entitled robert fletcher at 1995 US Senate hearing on military war weather warfare published on February 14, 2021. Get on, uh, Mr. Fletcher. Yes, Another question on on the uh, in an interview with the Los Angeles Times on April 21st you said that the you told the Associated Press uh, that the American government has created weather tampering techniques so that the new world order will be able to starve millions of Americans and to control the rest. 
Would you explain what you were trying to say? Well, it, it, what I was trying to say is exactly what I said. There is weather control techniques. We have a complete package on that, which I did not bring, but I certainly will see to it that it is brought in for the record. Number one, the entire patents on the equipment. Number two, Senator Claiborne Pell's complete statement and story of his own that not only does it exist, but that we even utilize it as far back as the Vietnam War. You might want to touch base That's with right, Senator but I, but I, I just want to repeat before so, I turn to So questions. yes, yeah, so but we do have all that information. You're saying the government has created weather tampering techniques so that the, quote, new world order will be able to starve millions of Americans. Worldwide. Millions of Americans and to control the rest. Yes, sir. And that's my belief. As bizarre as that sounds, when if somebody had told me that that equipment even existed 10 years ago, I would have thought they were nuts, sir. And at this point in time, we have all the documents to prove it. And if you think that 85 tornadoes takes place in the middle of our growing area by simultaneous accident, I'm, I'm sorry. With the equipment that's already set up internationally, and as bizarre as that is, it is proven and documented. We will supply you with those documents. As bizarre as that is, I would say that weather wars, and this is uh, quoting actually Senator Claiborne Pell himself, that they are the greatest weapon ever created in the world, and that's the Senator's own statement. So, yes, I do stand on that. Thank you, Mr. Fletcher. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you very much, Senator. One thing that I've learned and accepted about people is that many people, even when you present them with irrefutable evidence and facts, they're still going to deny the bigger picture. They may even double down when they see the evidence and facts and know deep down that you're right, but then continue to double down even more and more and more. You know, we're seeing it today with this whole so-called pandemic where people who couldn't do a lick of research and call people such as myself conspiracy theorists or loons or crazies, whatever, are now seeing that they got duped. Anybody paying attention to what's going on, regardless of whether you took the Mark of the Beast shot or you didn't, you know you got duped and you know you got lied to and you know you got played. But yet, I don't see anyone making a comment about it or admitting it. And so that's why I don't take it personally when somebody doesn't want the truth. Because at the end of the day, it's their soul. It's not my soul. I, I'm not responsible for your soul. It's your life. What I need to do is just share the information of which the Most High puts in my spirit, the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that I have. I share it with my family. I share it with my friends. I share it with them because they're my loved ones. Because I care about people. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, you're finding yourself frustrated with certain family members, with friends, don't be. I know it's, it's exhausting trying to share information with people, but you got to understand how deep under the delusion that most people are because information like this such as weather, mo weather modification and the destroying of our climates 
and weather control and destroying of ecosystems is a lot for the average person to handle. I'm not going to lie. Even half the time when I'm researching, I have to just take a break. And I'm like, I think to myself, I'm like, this is some evil stuff, man. I've said this over and over where I've had to put the laptop down or I've had to go look at something else to get my mind off what I'm finding. But it is true that the truth will set you free. That is an absolute fact because now you have the power to make the right decisions in your life, the right decisions that will help your family, your friends, those around you, your loved ones. And so I say this because I know an episode like this, people are going to allow it to go over their head or they're not going to believe it. Only the real ones are going to listen. Only the real supporters of truth are going to listen and they're going to understand. So don't beat yourself up over trying to show somebody the truth because we we've pretty much exposed this whole entire Nephilim system between all the brothers and sisters in the truth. The whole thing has been the lid has been blown off. And so whoever wants that information can get it. But never there's never a reason to get stressed out about it. Yeah, I know it's family. I know it's hard. But you got to worry about yourself, your spouse, your children, your future at the end of the day. And that's just the truth. It doesn't mean you don't love your family and your friends. It just means that you're prioritizing what's important. So it's just one thing to note. Because I know many people are just going to continue to deny, 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 deny. Even with an individual at a Senate hearing admitting on the military, modifying the weather, even when they show you various patents and documents admitting it, people are still going to say it's a conspiracy theory because it was not picked up by their mainstream media. They're still going to believe in the global warming hoax. They're still going to listen to what Greta Thornburg's. That's exactly instead of actually looking for the information and looking with their own two eyes that this weather is not normal. That these natural disasters are happening at such an alarming rate. What's going on? People don't look into stuff like that. So it's just one thing to note. Don't get upset about it. According to the StopSprayingCalifornia.com article entitled Weather Modification and Chemtrails. Weather control is the act of manipulating or altering certain aspects of the environment to produce desirable changes in the weather. Weather control can have the goal of preventing damage, preventing damaging weather such as hurricanes or tornadoes from occurring or causing beneficial weather such as rainfall in an area experiencing drought, or of provoking damaging weather against an enemy or rival as a tactic of military or economic warfare. Weather modification and warfare has been banned by the United Nations. So that's the definition that they're going to give to you, like the, the default definition. Let me ask you something. Do you really think that our creator, the most high, would create this world so beautiful with so many animals, so many plants and herbs and trees that we could eat from with clean water. And then the most high wouldn't instruct the world when to rain 
when to have enough sun, when to grow? Do you think do you think the most high just forgot that? Why do you think man needs to always get involved with every single little thing that the most high made? Why? You got to ask yourself, why are these people able to give themselves dominion over the world and play the role of the most high? Why? And why do we accept it? Over and over and over, we see irrefutable evidence and facts and proof that these people are trying to play the role of the Most High. And we continue to give them a pass. Just some questions and some food for thought. The article continues with, whether modification can be both planned as in the case of cloud seeding or inadvertent. For example, when pollution affects visibility Planned, deliberate weather modification is also commonly known as cloud seeding, cloud modification, and atmospheric water management. And as and as I said earlier in the podcast, I'm literally putting together this podcast from my desk, from my workstation, and I'm facing west, like I have really good sun in my apartment. And all I'm seeing today was dark, gray, cloudy skies and these misty clouds. Think about it. I remember growing up and looking up where you play in the grass and you look up at the sky and you would see these big, gigantic, puffy balls of clouds, like big, like real clouds. But they didn't cover the sky like we see today. And they definitely weren't mist. When you look up at the sky, especially a lot through the summer, it's all mist. It's not even clouds. And by now, if you're an adult, you should have already seen those planes flying over your neighborhoods and behind them is a trail of a white substance i've been noticed this for over a decade or most my life when you actually pay attention to things you start to see what's going on and you can start to piece together what's going on you got to start paying attention people you have to start paying attention to what's around you it can save your life The article continues with demand rising for weather modification. China will step up weather modification in key regions to help relieve drought, the director of China Meteorological Administration has said, as drought and hailstorms pose severe threats to royal income and food supply, there is a rising demand for technology to cushion the impact. Zhang Guang told China Daily, Weather modification technology has also been used to ensure clear skies for important events and will possibly be used in the upcoming Shanghai World Expo. Modifying weather involves seeding clouds with grains of dry ice, frozen carbon dioxide, or tiny particles of silver iodine to stimulate rainfall or dissipate the clouds. It is also used to help prevent or control forest fires and ease acute water shortages in some areas, he said. Statistics for losses caused by natural disasters in recent years were not immediately available, but a chronic drought in 2017, the worst in a decade, caused losses of 37.4 million tons of grain, according to official statistics. The annual grain output is around 500 million tons. So when you think about the control that they have over the weather, you got to understand that this affects farmers, this affects farmland, this affects soil, people who have their own gardens. That's not by mistake. You see, the government needs to monetize everything. They copy the creation of the Most High, then they give you science to continue to damage and manipulate it. 
in the name of man. And we sit by and we, we accept this because we're, we die for lack of knowledge. For real, we're idol worshipers as a collective. You can't tell me that we're not idol worshipers when we're turning on our TV and we're looking to them to save us on every single little thing. I mean, it's out in the open. And you got to ask yourself, when they're spraying these so-called chemicals in the sky, right? When they're spraying chemicals that you don't know, frozen carbon dioxide or tiny particles of silver iodine, where is that chemical going to go? Where are those chemicals going to go? Obviously, they have to go somewhere. And obviously, they're going to fall down directly to the surface of the earth, into our oceans, our lakes, our rivers, our ponds, into our valleys, our forests, our plains, our cities, our towns, our suburbs. They have to go somewhere onto your playground where your child is playing, into your own personal garden, Make no mistake that this is done on purpose. When you know who you're dealing with, when you're aligned and connected with the Most High, you are able to see things for what they really are. And you don't live in fear. I don't live anxious or fearful or, you know, on edge all the time. In fact, it's made me even more relaxed because I know the truth. According to the USA Watchdog.com article entitled Climate Engineering is Planetary Omnicide slash Dane Whittington, written by Greg Hunter and published on November 29, 2017. Geoengineering researcher Dane Wingington says recent Senate hearings confirming the science of geoengineering means dangerous climate changes are underway. Wingington says they have to control the message and notice they always use the term chemtrails because that term always leads to a dead end. And what did I tell you about the term chemtrails? If you look it up on on Wikipedia or on the internet, they're going to always tie some kind of fact checking to it if, especially if you go on youtube they're going to try to fact check it or they're going to tie in conspiracy theory it's not a scientific term and they want us to use that term you don't see them using using the geoengineering climate engineering solar radiation management and aerosol injection term because they don't want people to understand this issue is real why the senate hearings because the elephant in the room is almost impossible to hide, and they are trying to pacify populations until the last possible moment. They want to tell the population what they want to hear, that this is only a proposal. They are saying this must start immediately when this has been going on for 70 years. This is the Orwellian world we live in. 
We have massive toxic aerosol, heavy metal spraying in our atmosphere that could not be more visible. It's blotting out the sun. These programs are completely out of control. We are on the road to planetary omnicide. Climate engineering is the greatest and most immediate assault we face. Climate engineering. Look at, the, at it like this. Like the pharmaceutical approach to planet Earth. Hide the symptoms even if you are making the overall situation exponentially worse. That's what they are doing. We have had these radical whiplash weather scenarios where it goes from 80 to 90 degrees to snow in a day or two. This weather whiplash is not natural in any way, shape, or form. Wingington contends that the situation is much worse than anyone thinks, and it's mainly because of climate engineering, Wingington explains. Our situation is far, far more dire and immediate than anyone comprehends, and climate engineering is making it worse, not better. Official statistics say 20 million people could starve in the coming months, and that number will increase radically and exponentially. The biosystems of the planet are imploding. You know, and it's straight to the point. Straight to the point. And now we're going to transition into an audio clip from a video entitled Climate Engineering, Weather Warfare, and the Collapse of Civilization. And this was from the Robert Exter video and published on January 30th, 2014. My name is Dane Wigginton from geoengineeringwatch.org. And our purpose of our site is to expose the issue of global climate engineering, otherwise termed as geoengineering. We are virtually under assault right now. It's not alarmism, it's not exaggeration. This type of weather modification puts out chemicals and toxins, some known, some not known. Many people who try to debate this issue, if they ask you, why they should believe this is going on. We have film of it happening, end of the argument. That's it. There's no debate, no discussion. This is not speculation. When we have films that we can clearly see are spraying, there's no denying that jet is spraying, period. We have interior films, which I'll, or interior footage, which I'll show in a moment. But the bottom line is, that's not a condensation trail. Any notion that it is, is simply denial or complete ignorance. So th this is, you can even see on this jet that the, each side of the plane, the plumes are different links, which means the nozzles are not aligned perfectly. You see different composition in the trail, also indicative of different materials being expelled from different portions of the aircraft. So again, this amounts to weather warfare, period. The U.S. has historically engaged in weather warfare around the globe. This is historical fact. We have data going back to Vietnam, 1968, Project Popeye. Uh, 1976, UN passed resolutions forbidding weather modification in wartime. So again, this is not speculation. We, have, we live in a society that's been trained to shut down when they hear the word conspiracy theory. They've been conditioned pretty well. But the bottom line is this, is, this is the issue that can't be ignored any longer. People can ignore Kennedy. People can ignore false flag events like Vietnam and even whatever happened on 9-11, but this issue can't be ignored. When in the North State, for example, we turn on our water faucets and nothing comes out, that's the end of the road. This is very recent. This is from two days ago. Al Gore 
Use of geoengineering to head off climate change disaster is insane. So although we don't have an admission that's going on, it's getting closer by the day. And it looks like Al Gore is trying to now distance himself from these programs that he has not admitted to yet. This is important media. They'll be seeing more of this more in the, in the coming, coming weeks. One interior shot there. Again, we can't know from the variance of different planes, the different configurations of spray apparatus. This is an ongoing experiment. There's likely many different configurations. We see aircraft trails that have different color composition. So this is an ongoing experiment of which we are all a part, like it or not. Another interior, high pressure tanks. When this image was posted, uh, the sites that initially posted it, uh, a couple of them were taken down. This image appeared to be tried to be taken off the net uh, as quickly as possible, but too many people downloaded it. It's out there now. More configurations. Obviously, there's a whole lot of planes with a whole lot of tanks doing a whole lot of something. So uh, this kind of footage should not be ignored. Clearly, these are what would appear to be passenger planes, most of them with windows. So uh, there appear to be many different types of aircrafts involved in the spraying activities. This is what we have. Again, global geoengineering, the ever-changing experiment. And we are, again, part of that experiment. Russian scholar warns of secret US climate change weapon. We have Russia engaged in this as well. We also have China. And this is one of the reasons why it's so hard to get any sort of mainstream coverage, because the big players are all involved up to their eyeballs. So uh, that, that's one of the reasons the uh, media coverage is so sparse. But it's coming. What do weather weapons do? They wreak havoc in countries without anybody knowing they're even under assault. In the case of floods, droughts, all of this is a form of weather weaponry and weather warfare. And there is no arguing that we are all a part of weather warfare when our climate is being impacted the way it is right now. Again, countries around the globe, this sort of impact, nobody would recognize as being an assault. And that's what's so prized about weather warfare for the powers that be. Nobody even knows they're being attacked. Bridges, infrastructure, wiped out. You can literally bring a country to its knees. You can bring a state to its knees as well, especially a state that doesn't seem to want to conform too much with the federal government. You can drought, drought them out completely. And that's exactly what's happening in California right now. This sort of drought in Africa has been used for decades. We know these programs have been going on and their impact in Africa appears to be directly related to bringing countries to their knees and opening up the door for US occupation. You have US boots on the ground in about 156 countries around the globe. Not singling out the US because other countries, again, as I said, are at this as well. Empty reservoirs. This is where California is headed today. I think we all know that. We, if we reach the end of this year without significant rainfall, we will be in free fall into a cataclysm that's never before been recorded. Our forests are going up in flames. As geoengineering impacts the system from top to bottom, it starts to feed itself. As you cut off the moisture for boreal forests, which are the lungs of the planet, the terrestrial lungs of the planet, and they begin to burn, that feeds into the entire climate cycle and begins to tilt it even further off scale. So this is a non-linear equation. Once it starts to tilt, it tilts faster and faster. These sorts of clouds historically have not been well recorded. Now they are. This sort of sky that many begin, many have become accustomed to and think is somehow normal is anything but. This is, this is an aerosol coverage that all of you seem to have seen before. And many people have begun to accept this as being natural, but it takes a lot of material to block the sun to that degree. And all that material is settling down on all of us. We're all breathing it in. 
Anybody who thinks that's commercial traffic uh, is, in a, is in a different reality. Somebody, somebody certainly lost their way up there. Another scene looks like something from another planet. Again, this is something that people, it's, it's come on so slowly that many accept this as being normal and natural when it's, it's anything but. One more scene that we, we see increasingly around the globe, especially in recent weeks and months. I'll explain why I think this is happening later, but the spraying is definitely increasing around the globe very rapidly. And the effects of that are being felt everywhere. Now, a sky like this is important to examine. Many people would think there's no spraying going on, but if you look closely, you'll see what looks like layers of plasma in the sky. Days with high pressure domes like we have now over California, this is not uncommon, especially if you look toward the west in the evenings. These shorter trails that are very bright are still aerosol disbursements. They make the sky silvery white. We believe that these sorts of disbursements are related to making the air more conductive, which makes the ionosphere heaters, HARP, which there are at least two dozen around the globe, major facilities and many other smaller ones, it probably makes them more effective to create these high pressure domes. So even days like this are aerosol uh, saturated skies still. This is a point I wanna drive home again because it's imperative in conveying legitimacy with our issue. Semantics matter, it absolutely matters. When people Google chemtrail, this is what they come to, chemtrail conspiracy theory. I have friends with the Union of Concerned Scientists that have tried to clarify this definition by stating that this is a layman's term for geoengineering. When that correction is made, within minutes, it's erased and deleted. They watch this site very, very closely. They want people to Google chemtrails and come to conspiracy theory. On the other hand, if you Google climate engineering, in the first sentence, it clarifies that climate engineering is in fact an application of geoengineering. So we have science. And this is what media never uses. These terms they don't use. Our local media here has avoided these terms like the plague because they seem to feel their job is to distract people from the truth. We'll, we'll go into that deeper later, but again, semantics, extremely important. Climate engineering, geoengineering. Scientific terms leads people to science, leads to credibility. Who's running things? Psychopaths run the world. It's not an exaggeration. We have 4% of society is clinically psychopathic. That 4% ends up in positions of power, inevitably, because they'll do things that you or I won't do. So we have a, what appears to be a very small group of incredibly psychotic people that literally run the planet. And, and I would not have believed this 20 years ago, but uh, after that many years of research, you simply can't come to another conclusion. This document's important. It's only the cover page. It's on the cover of geoengineering. This site can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org, this document from 1966. It's a presidential document by NASA outlining the US weather modification programs as of 1966 with budgets in the hundreds of millions of dollars even then, listing the agencies involved, DOD, DOE, uh, Department of Interior, about a dozen universities. This is the biggest elephant in the room. This document, again, can be found. I found it on the NASA archive, so it seems somebody put it there for me to find. So we have the proof. US military wants to own the weather, why wouldn't they? Many people ask, why would they want to control the weather? Why wouldn't they? It's what they do. They want to control everything. The weather is the, the, the most destructive weapon they could control. And, and they, can, they can conquer countries again without anyone knowing they were even at war. These little bright dots you see here are smaller radio frequency transmitters of which there is an unknown number. 
that appear to be a part of these programs. It's not just the major facilities like HARP. You have a great deal of smaller facilities there too. Stealth terror, weather warfare, and the end of America. Again, weather modification is a very covert weapon that you can that, that rulers can use against their own populations to keep them in conformity. We seem to be immersed in that right now in California. Weather warfare, beware the US military's experiments with climatic warfare, yet one more warning. Uh, this is, there's ample documentation on the ongoing weather warfare, even from diplomats from other countries. Here you have Iran, vice president claims country's drought is part of the West weather war on the Islamic Republic. You've had also the president of Iran on the floor of the UN twice, trying to raise the alarm that his country was a victim of weather warfare. Our media does not cover it. Global warming drought linked to weather warfare. This has been going on in Africa, as I stated, for a number of decades. The more they spray, the less it will rain overall. Important to remember that. We're not talking about clouds seeding to create rain. The more aerosols there are in the atmosphere, the less it will rain overall. Yes, you'll have deluges from moisture that wads up in some place and comes down because of a lot of convection, but overall, it diminishes global precipitation. 15 military leaders who say climate change is a national security threat. Of course, it's a national security threat, especially when you're engaged in covert, covert warfare with countries around the globe, literally ripping the climate apart, it's bound to become a problem. Shouldn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Russia urges UN climate report to include geoengineering, and they did. The IPCC last September included geoengineering in their report, finally. Not admitting it's going on, but now the lump is a little bit too big to fit under the rug. And it seems Russia, at least for reasons that we can speculate on, is trying to shine some light on this issue, perhaps because they're realizing that if these programs go on, the whole ship goes down. U.S. climate change procedure based on U.N.'s geoengineering governance and technology policy. This is just one of many documents that outline the global governance of geoengineering. None admit these programs are going on, yet we see the full apparatus for their governance. There should be one more red flag that these programs exist. Public engagement on solar radiation management and why it needs to happen. You do have some now in academia who have shown enough spine to decide that the public should know. What a novel idea, that we should know we're being sprayed like lab rats. So at least we have a few starting to speak out. Global warming versus climate change. This is also important. The term climate change came into play in about 1998 when we had the warmest year on record. And because I believe at that time, the global power structure decided it would unleash the full scope and scale of geoengineering. They needed a term that would condition people to accept massive temperature fluctuations like 50, 60, 70 degrees in a single day. Thus the term climate change came into play. And it is a term, again, to try to condition people to accepting massively geoengineered weather systems with massive temperature fluctuations that is more related to geoengineering than it is to climate, to global warming. So they changed the term. A brief history of false flag attacks, why government loves state-sponsored terror. How many false flag events do we need to have before we wake up? Vietnam, the Gulf of Tonkin was a false flag event. We have a dozen other false flag events. This is business as usual. So it's, it's about time that we wake up and realize that any premise necessary will be used by the power structure to start wars of aggression on other nations, or perhaps even to lock down their own populations. And that's what we see occurring now in the US. 
How do you pay for all this? A lot of people ask that question as if it's taxpayer money. Those with the printing press can pay for whatever they want until nobody accepts what they print. This is a recent release, $8.5 trillion unaccounted for by the Pentagon since 1996. That amount is almost equal to the, actually it exceeds their total budget amount that we know of for that time. And this is, this is only perhaps part of what we don't know about either. This is not necessarily the whole thing. So the bottom line is they can pay for whatever they want so long as the dollar is the global reserve currency. And that's something that is coming to a rapid end which makes the power structure more dangerous as the walls close in on them. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, a growing but neglected global epidemic. We're all frogs in boiling water right now, period. Whether we realize it or not, whether we feel healthy or not tonight, we're all breathing this stuff in. It's clogging us up slowly but surely. It's absolutely happening. We're not speculating. We have about five dozen lab tests from Shasta County alone. We know this material's in the air, and we know we're breathing it. There's no speculation on this. This is a bioaccumulative metal. It's just what we know about is, is lethally harmful. So this, this is a problem we all are experiencing to some degree. One in three older adults now dies with dementia and or Alzheimer's. Doesn't mean they die with it or from it, but they die with it. And all of us, again, are somewhere along that path. Cognitively, we all have this stuff in us. It's, it's affecting us all to some degree. This is an older chart. I, I've used this chart before, but it's important because it shows the escalation for autism. We've gone from one in 5,000 to one in 50. That's a 10,000% increase. That should alarm people. So why are people watching American Idol and football and drinking beers and having tailgate parties? We're, we're immersed in an absolute crisis right here, right now. So my attempt is to convey that message. The global depopulation policy killing us softly. How do you cool a population without panicking them? And I stayed away from this subject uh, in, in very much depth because I, I'd hoped people would come around and just to the simple notion of being sprayed like rats day in and day out. But it seemed not enough have. As long as McDonald's is flipping burgers and Walmart's open, people seem to think everything's okay, but it's not. It's not. And this will come to a very abrupt end very soon. On the course we're on, uh, th there, there is really no denying at this point that Agenda 21 and eugenics appear to be a part of this equation along with a lot of other things. Too many people want to put it in this box or that box. There's a lot of layers to this onion. This is one. U.S. admits to bioweapons tests. There's a very long list of absolutely documented U.S. biological testing on innocent populations. Many nations have done it. And, and uh, this is, again, this is a hard reality that the American population will face soon, one way or the other. Heavy metals acting as indoctrine disruptors. This is extremely serious. This equates to our reproductive abilities, hormonal production. It affects life and our bodily systems to the core. And this should alarm everyone. Obama, let's just, let's just cope and get along and go on, right? This is sort of like Bush said after 9-11, that let's just everybody go back and go shopping. And it's what the government wants us to do, just to do nothing. Can geoengineering save the planet? We have a lot of dialogue right now with a lot of very, very frightened meteorologists, meteorologists, scientists, a lot of people from academia that are either mentally retarded, clinically blind, or paid liars. There's no chance that anybody with 
a high double digit IQ doesn't know what's going on up there. And I've talked to a lot of people from academia. I know a lot of them, a lot of them know, and they're scared. They're very scared. I had NOAA scientists a year and a half ago tell me off the record, they're quote, alarmed as hell. They don't know what to do about it because they have no first amendment protection. So any notion that geoengineering can save the planet, we already know the answer. Geoengineering is killing the planet. The population bomb threatens the peace of the world. So what are we doing about it? This is something you'd expect the global elite to say. And I say, if we're gonna cut population, we should start with them. So. Yeah. And this is their, their motto, the eugenics, the foundation of globalness. globalists. It, it, it's always been the case. We have David Rockefeller on the record stating that 95% of the population needs to go. And a lot of people have never seen these quotes, but they exist. So it, it, it should not be hard to connect the dots here. And at this point, we are all not only expendable to them, but we are a liability to them. It's something we need to remember. Plankton, the base of ocean food web in big decline. There's a lot of ways to cool populations. When populations don't have anything to eat, they tend to die off. And right now, plankton stocks globally are about 50% declined. This, this is of immense import, importance. Plankton produces 50 to 60% of Earth's oxygen supply. Media is not reporting on this. What, what do they report on? On CNN, they'll grab some drama out of a hat, of which they probably have a thousand more just like it. And we'll hear, hear about one or two dramas for the course of weeks on end. While we have the house literally burning down, no plankton, no fish. We had the Anchovy fleet returned to North, uh, the Pacific Northwest with no fish, zero, this last fall. So uh, the, the food chain is breaking down right now. We're seeing marine life wash up on the shores of Western North America, now in Texas. Some of this may be related to Fukushima radiation, but I think at this point, still the majority related to a food chain that's collapsing. The bees, what about the bees? Is it farm chemicals? If it's farm chemicals, why are the bees just as dead a thousand miles into the wilderness? Try to tell people this that are in the bee community. I've tried, most won't listen. I've tried, I've talked to some of the head people in the country. They want to stay in their cocoons. They've been taught and trained that unless it says in their peer reviewed establishment approved manual that it's, there's something going on in our skies then it literally doesn't exist in their reality. The bee collapse disorder appears to be most directly related to geoengineering and the radio frequency signals. One more article, a world without bees. Einstein said, four years after the bees disappear, so will humans. We're on that track now, now. There are so many directions that the walls are closing in and, and factors that lead back to geoengineering. So many roads lead back to geoengineering. Statewide king salmon decline points to outside forces, yet again, that I've just made, named. When you have no basis to the food supply, when you have an ozone layer that has been torn apart by these programs, excessive UV killing the plankton, food chain collapses. Right now, global pelagic fish populations are down 95%. It's not gonna be long before there's nothing caught out of the sea. That's hard fact. Species extinction rate. If you can see the graph there, it goes almost straight up. I've been over this figure before, but it's important to repeat. We're losing about 200 species a day, 200 a day going extinct. You hear a lot of people say that, well, that's normal. Species go extinct. That's 10,000 times normal. It's 10,000 times the background rate. Nothing normal about that. This is something that most of you probably haven't seen. It looks like a golf course. It's actually algae. This is the ocean. And you see people up on the beach behaving as if nothing's wrong. This is in China. Massive algae blooms are literally matting the ocean 
several feet thick. Those oceans are dead. They're dead in those regions. You don't get this sort of growth otherwise. Our media doesn't cover these sorts of things. It is literally ecosystem collapse. These dots are all dead zones. There's over 400 dead zones around the planet right now, some as big as 10,000 square miles. These are anoxic zones where there's no oxygen in the water. Everything dies. These zones are expanding. Again, media is not covering this. Massive fish die-off around the globe. This is just one scene of too many to even begin to show. And this is the sort of thing that all of us should be focused on. We will focus on it when there's nothing left to eat, but if, if we can be ahead of that before we reach the point that there's nothing left, maybe we'll have something to salvage. Acid test, rising CO2 levels kills ocean life. We have the oceans absorbing CO2. There's no question about this. They're acidifying rapidly. Crustaceans can't form shells as well. And you have an acidification that could kill all ocean life. Again, no, no life in the ocean, no terrestrial life. Now that we have a better understanding of weather warfare and the worldwide government's participation in weather warfare and the destruction of the creation of the Most High, let's go a little bit deeper into how this weather warfare has harmed us individually. The short and long-term effects of those chemicals being sprayed in the sky and all of the weather modification techniques that they use to induce so-called natural disasters. According to the energymorality.com article entitled, How Harp and Chemtrails Affect All Life. High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program is a U.S. civil and military research program using radio waves to study the ionosphere in Alaska. People critical of HARP claim that the system is a cause of the increase of global droughts, storms, and other natural disasters such as hurricanes and tornadoes. CERN, the Council European pour la Rochere Nucleare, the European Organization for Nuclear Research is a major research center in Geneva dedicated to basic physics research. HARP and CERN are involved in geoengineering. They work together closely to manipulate the weather and the earthly forces of nature in a negative way. Without each other, they can't exert their influence on the weather and the planet. They work with electromagnetic energy, which changes Earth's electromagnetic fields and causes a large part of our air to flow unnaturally. The wind then blows from a different, unnatural angle. This affects the planet's water management. When working together, harp and CERN can cause droughts, floods, and shift tectonic plates, resulting in earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, etc. The influences of both are enormous, and it dramatically affects floral and fauna, and thus life on Earth itself. Controlling the climate means controlling the world. 
Chemtrails are atomized chemical strips in the air that are sprayed in the air by planes. Certain airplanes are equipped with an additional tank containing these chemicals. Looking like contrails, we've long been made to believe that this is what they are, but that's far from the truth. Recently, these sprains have also been confirmed officially, but it was stated that they are aiming at restoring the ozone layer. Unfortunately, scientists can't confirm whether these chemtrails really do repair our ozone layer. Considering the components of these chem chemicals and heavy metals, they rather seem to be needed by HARP and CERN. Chemtrails are said to be extremely detrimental to our health when inhaling them and when they penetrate our skin. They are distributed into the atmosphere and hinder the sunlight from reaching Earth. It serves as some sort of smoke screen that darkens the sunlight. This kind of sounds like a greenhouse effect which these chemtrails are, are actually supposed to reduce. Fifty years ago, these chemicals had been sprayed into the air in America for the first time and five years later in Europe by military and scheduled flights. Ever since then, this aims to reduce the Earth's population. The spraying systems are not clearly visible, but rather hidden within the techno technical system of these airplanes. The people involved in the, in the installation and operation of the spraying equipment don't know exactly what they are doing and what they are working on. It's a dark world in which the spraying is done using a high degree of deception and blackmailing to make it, in, it possible to inf and enforce it. The sprayed substances are strontium, barium, aluminum, nanoparticles, and morgellons. These substances penetrate into the body via the respiratory tract and skin and are the cause of chronic diseases such as dementia, immune system disorders, autoimmune diseases, etc. continues with due to this constant and subtle disease causing influence you hardly notice that you're getting worse and worse chemtrails constantly surround us we absorb them via air water and food it's a high priority problem we must solve it affects every single one of us nobody is spared but there are possibilities to reduce the effects on health or to neutralize these influences energetically Harp and chemtrails are technologies developed by the, the elites in collaboration with fallen angels. See our previous post, Atlantis, is, and its connection to our time. So, you know, people are aware of what's going on around them. You know, in this article, they said fallen angels. And what have we said about the fallen angel bloodlines? We know that the Nephilim are here amongst us. They'll tell you that they're reptilians and all these things because they give you a David Icke and a Alex Jones as controlled opposition. But no, 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 no. It's much different than that. Morgellons are complex pathogenic bacteria that multiply in the body. There are foreign bacteria that spread and cause typical symptoms that can't be interpreted that easily by conventional practitioners and are not officially recognized by regular medical science. Only alternative medicine classified Morgellons as a disease from a scientific point of view. However, 
all these symptoms can't be attributed to a particular disease in a definite in a definite way. Morgellons have the ability to multiply in the body. They spread throughout the body and organs and could even come out through your skin. Mutual connection and cooperation. Heavy metals in chemicals in chemtrails act as antennas for harp. They enable the spreading of harp radiation. It is a perfectly coordinated plan. Together, these substances penetrate our bodies and make us ill. Our bipolar nature is disrupted, which affects the oxygen and fluids in our body. It also heavily affects Earth in much the same way. There are several diseases related to the immune system. The endocrine system is suffering a great deal, especially the pancreas, which is connected to the third chakra responsible for our manifestation, as well as the thyroid gland, which is connected to the fifth chakra needed for expressing to express ourselves. And we already know from chakras, that's all, you know, that's not something that we should be getting into, but at least they mention it from a standpoint of where people can understand it. These diseases are cancer, rheumatism, autoimmune diseases, heart disease, low blood pressure, high blood pressure, hormonal diseases such as the thyroid and pancreatic diseases, diseases related to the nervous system, depression, burnout, Alzheimer's, etc., digestive problems, diseases related to the respiratory system, asthma, etc., diseases related to the lymphatic system. These diseases developed in the period when the It's obvious that chemtrails are detrimental to our health, but the excessive use of technology such as 3G, 4G, and 5G and Wi-Fi contributes to the influence and manipulation of humanity. So, I mean, the article, the author was just right to the point and basically breaking down and exposing how all of this weather warfare affects us. It's not just the foods. It's not just the, you know, the, the sun being blocked out and inhibiting our ability to grow food and crops year-round it's not just them creating hurricanes and mudslides and earthquakes and you know lightning strikes and severe weather that wipes out populations and you know displaces communities and kills people it's not just that but it's also the disease aspect and you already know if you know about this healthcare industry the satanic healthcare industry you would know they're not in the business of curing anyone. It's all about big business. It's all about treating the symptoms. And let's take a deeper look as to what's going on, especially with this current year. According to the zebra.com article entitled Natural Disaster Statistics in 2021, written by Taylor Covington and updated on August 9th, 2021. key statistics plus insights natural disasters affect 200 million people and claim 68,000 lives per year in 2020 22 of the natural disasters that occurred in the united states cost at least 1 billion in damages and repairs drought affected more than 1 billion people between 1994 and 2013 in the last 25 years there have been almost 7,000 natural disasters that have killed over 1.35 million people Hurricanes can produce winds higher than 75 miles per hour. 
in 2013 over the course of th- course of three days 343 tornadoes spawned in the southwest united states across 13 states natural disaster losses totaled 74.4 billion in 2020 20.5% of people have no emergency funds saved to rebuild after a natural disaster how many natural disasters happen each year on average there are about 6800 natural disasters that happen every year worldwide and let's just do the math on that real quick okay so 6800 divided by 365 days in a year. So you have about you're telling me worldwide there's 18 natural disasters worldwide every single day. Okay. 18 every single day and you're telling me that's the most high? You're telling me that's just nature? Okay. Not the ones who admit to being able to manipulate the weather. and use it for warfare but oh wait i'm sorry the united nations said it's illegal right so the united nations says it so that means that they must not be doing it there's no way our government would ever do that to us right the article continues with while they may fill up the screen in summer blockbuster movies natural disasters in the real world are devastating powerful forces of nature from california to australia wildfires have rendered everything in their path to ash deaths from hurricanes are attributed to not only wind and rain but also flooding and property destruction as global temperatures rise the number of catastrophic disasters has also grown you see that as global temperatures rise the number of catastrophic disasters has also grown that's why weather warfare is directly tied to the new agenda it's not a new agenda but the agenda that is going to be the next agenda outside of all of these pandemics and viruses it's going to be global warming. I mean your 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 savior Biden has been harping on global warming all year. Trying to get you to buy electrical. Trying to get you away from fossil so-called fossil fuels which we know is a complete lie. They're the ones who create the fuel 100%. Not no fossil fuels get out of here. Talking about coming from a dinosaurs. You got to be kidding me, man. But they tell you in plain sight. So obviously they're controlling the weather. They're controlling everything. Like I said, you got to think about order out of chaos when it comes to these nephilim, these soulless elite bloodlines, fallen angel bloodlines, whatever you want to call them. You got to think from order out of chaos standpoint. And then I'm going to go over to the 2021 natural disaster statistics. In July, so this is only as of July. So let's listen to this. In July of 2021, as the United States and the rest of the world has have been hit by a series of natural disasters including the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> That's natural. That's a natural disaster, huh? Oh, wow. The Z- <laughs> the zebra wanted to again review where Americans stood on emergency preparedness and the consequential effects of, of climate change with another worldwide survey we found. Only 18.3% of Americans have set aside an emergency fund to cover damages caused by natural disasters. Well, of course, only 18% because who's going to go buy a home and be like, "Oh, wait a minute. I should think about the fact that it's going to be blown down in a few years by erratic weather." I mean, come on, people. Look what they're doing to Florida. Because they know places like Florida, even Jamaica, even Haiti, 
the, the quality of the soil compared to other states is, is supreme. And it's not even it's not even the soil that it's supposed to be, first and foremost. But their quality of soil, along with their climates, make it ideal for growing fruits and vegetables and grain. And they know that. So why do you always hear about Florida or Jamaica or Haiti or all these island countries having the worst severe weather? Talking about hurricanes and tornadoes and floods, like constantly. Severe weather storms, hail, lightning, high winds were reported as the number one most concerning natural disaster with tornadoes and wildfire reported as second and third respectively. So, I mean, it's just like right out in the open. Let me scroll down to natural disaster death tolls. Natural disasters kill on average of 60,000 people per year globally. The deadliest natural disaster in history was the 1931 floods in China, killing almost 4 million people, depending on the source. Do you hear that? 4 million people, brothers and sisters. You think the Most High is just going to come through and just destroy whole entire 4 million people? Think of how many people that is. Why would the Creator ever do that? Or would it be man that loves to get its hands in everything and manipulate it? You gotta start, start asking these questions. And a lot of people would ask, well, why does the Most High allow these things to happen? No, 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 it's, it, no, no, no. First and foremost, we were given free will. We were given free will from the Creator to either live righteously so that we can seek life and be free, following a few easy instructions, which we already have in our hearts and our souls when we're born, we know right from wrong, or we can choose to allow evil, tyrannical, and wicked Nephilim and fallen angel bloodlines to rule over us. You know, the Most High told us not to idol worship, but yet we allow, we love idols. We love people controlling us and telling us what to do and continuing to show to us that they are evil, but we do nothing about it. So when you ask, why does the Most High allow it to happen? No, you allow it to happen. Anyone who's compliant allows it to happen. I allowed it to happen when I supported it before I started to wake up and ask questions. We've all been responsible for the situations that we're in, all of us. So don't give me that, oh, why does God let it happen? No, 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 no. You need, you need to start trying to understand who the Most High is first. I'm going to continue. In 2019, natural disasters killed roughly 11,000 people worldwide. The Indian monsoon season floods were the most deadly catastrophic in 2019 with approximately 1,750 reported deaths. Of all the types of natural disasters, hydro events such as floods have had the largest effect on humans and the landscape in the last decade. 2019 was the 11th most expensive disaster year in the 21st century. Disasters and storms affect areas of extreme poverty most severely. High death tolls tend to be centered in low to middle income cities and countries without the necessary infrastructure to prevent or combat significant economic upheaval. Oh, so you're telling me that natural disasters just somehow know how to pinpoint where poor people live and 
and middle class people, not the rich, right? Just somehow they find their way over to the poor people and the the middle class people. Same way that this COVID-19 virus finds its way. You know, as long as you're wearing your mask while you're standing up in a restaurant, you're good. The, The virus will know to pass by you. But once you sit down and you remove the mask to start eating, the virus won't touch you. Remember, it has a way of targeting just like these, this weather. And people believe this stuff. They literally will believe this stuff. It's, it's outrageous. That's when you know that it's, 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 we're at the end times. I've never seen the state of the world like this, but I've been seeing that it was going this way. I just never thought it would be this extreme. And when you think about weather warfare, you got to start asking yourself, why are all of these island countries continuing to be hit by natural disasters over and over and over? I mean, they threw up a pray for Haiti hashtag a few weeks ago, but now, you know, got to talk about Gabby Petito or Squid Games. Got to talk about Kyrie Irving and his so-called fight against the vaccination. You know, you got to talk about John Gruden's emails, right? So many more important things, right? Wow. And people are not going to ask themselves about all the so-called fires in California. I mean, go check out the Mag's videos. He broke down all those fires, all man-made, all fake, 100%. Think about all the massive earthquakes around the world up to this point. And look, think about all the volcanoes they keep talking about right now. And they're, ta- they're even talking about meteoroids hitting the earth. Come on, people. Are you serious? They do this to you to keep you in psychological and spiritual and physical bondage. To keep you in fear. It's the order out of chaos. So you keep going back to your idol to save you instead of going to the most high, instead of to adhering to the instructions, which are easy. And then people wonder why we're in the state that we're in in this world and why nothing will get better. I can tell you that right now, nothing will get better if we continue to be complying with government. And think about uh, this is something that I've noticed over the years, how quick our spring is. I, you know, I, I'm in the Midwest and we basically don't have a spring. Luckily this year, spring was much better than it was last year. In the, in the subsequent years, some years, I remember being up in Duluth for college and literally it was like still snowing in Mar- in April, like late April, even into May. It's like, okay, how can we have spring? There's no, there's no spring. And that's when the flowers grow. That's when your vegetables and your trees that are fruit bearing trees are supposed to start. And we already know when you talk about it, snow is not real. First and foremost, that's man-made all the way in. Most high would not create a season where there's no growth, where you can't harvest your own food. The only work that we were supposed to work on was feeding ourselves and any other little side duties that you want to do. If you want to fix up your house, if you want to add to your house, if you want to, you know, update your land and add other fixtures to it, whatever you want to do, that was your work for the day. You didn't go work for somebody else who can keep their thumb over you, who can corner you and tell you, oh, wait, if you don't take this experimental mRNA, then you can't work here. 
You see how they set up our lives, our systems. You see why brothers like Edgar Mendick surf only the creator, Paul Davis, Sorted out David, all of them call it the cube. All of them call it out on a deep spiritual level. Why do you think we do that? Because everything's tied together. All these indoctrination systems, education, financial, government, healthcare, religion, all of them are tied into this Nephilim B system. And so you should you should come as no surprise that we are under constant weather warfare. And it's always been here. Don't let them lie to you and tell you, oh, it just started in the 1940s. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know, and I, they already call it the dark winter for a reason. Not only because eventually the power, the grid and the internet and the stock market and the financial system, the housing markets are going to crash and be gone and mania and hysteria will be here, but because it's going to be cold as heck this year. Look what they did to Texas. They just showed the world what they could do to Texas last year. You think it's going to be a, a, a good winter for people? I guarantee it's going to be severely cold. It's time to wake up, people. You know, I'm not going to be able to be doing this forever. I already know that. That's why... That was my promise to the Most High, is that you, Most High, you have been so kind and merciful and patient with my ignorance, with my stupidity, with my wickedness throughout the, my past, that you bringing me into the truth has changed my life dramatically. And what I mean, at the, la the least I can do is share what I know, share what I research with those so that you can make an informed decision so that you can look at yourself in the mirror so that you can hold yourself accountable and responsible so that you can be happy and free and live with peace of mind. It's each one teach one. If I didn't have other brothers and sisters in the truth, like Edgar Mendix, like Paul Davis, like Surf Only the Creator, like the Mag, like Nandy, like Chinese Black, like Gamatria Effect News, like Brandon Taylor, all the people. And I may not agree with every single person on every single situation. And that's not the point. The point is to get that information and grow. That's the whole point. And whatever the Most High puts on your spirit, you share back. You know, I, this stuff, man, it's serious. This is controlling of our lives, people. It's, it's just, it's tough when this stuff is out there for people to see and it's like your family your friends don't even care man they don't care and you're gonna we're gonna just gonna continue to be at the mercy of the system a world in which they can poison us from every single angle it's crazy man and those are my last words for this episode man this is draining sometimes it's just disheartening but i continue on and i press on because i know at the end of the day that these nephilim that these elite bloodlines aren't going to win and their time is almost up so that's why we keep coming at them we don't stop just like they keep coming at us but at the end righteousness justice and truth always prevails freedom always prevails and i wish you all the best Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. 
May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.